0: A few days ago, I rode with Pam Paget, a member of the Body of Christ, to Costco, and I was sitting in the car waiting for Pam. I had some scriptures written out that were in a pocket beside the passenger side where I was sitting, so I pulled out those scriptures and I began reading the various scriptures, Isaiah fifty-four seventeen, and as I read Isaiah fifty-four seventeen. God opened my eyes to see something I have never seen before, and it was so exciting. The scripture that I was reading is, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord." And the thing that jumped out of me is our righteousness is of God because we are following him. He authored the thing we are doing, and that causes our righteousness to be of God. I was so excited with this concept. I've been doing this for years, hearing from the Holy Spirit and doing what he brought to my mind. But i would never seen it in this context that the reason our righteousness is of God is because it is God who is bringing to our minds what to do by the Spirit of God. And we are doing it so after we've done it, we can say it was God who told us to do it. And therefore, our righteousness is authored by God. In Matthew chapter 7, Jesus said many would come to him in the day of judgment saying, Lord, Lord, I've done this and I've done that in your name and I've done this in your name and I've cast out devils in your name. And Jesus would say to them, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, I never knew you. I have them do this to me all the time. They send me emails, they're ministers, they say. They are building a school. They are building a home for orphans. They're building a home for old folks. They are building a hospital. They are going out and having meetings, and they're going to give a Bible to all of the people who come to their meetings, and they say, send me your money. I don't send it. I know that's not of God. They're not saying anything at all that shows me that God authored that work, they are going in their own righteousness to do their work. It wasn't God who sent them. It was their own idea to do this. It's very good to recall situations where we know it was God showing us to do the situation. For example, this happened to me January 10th 1980, I was asleep in the night. A very loud voice spoke three words into my ear. The voice was like the voice of a trumpet. And the words were, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I jumped out of bed, wrote KWJS on a notepad. It was obvious to me these were call letters to either radio television. I found it to be radio. I said to God are you showing me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. Another thought immediately came to my mind call the radio station manager. That was the Holy Spirit answering my statement I wouldn't know how to do that. That same morning I called the radio station manager. I asked him how do you how do you go on radio? God might be showing me to go on radio, but how would you do that? That was the radio station KWJS that I called. The manager said, Well make an audition tape twenty nine and a half minutes long. Send it to us if you fit our broadcast, we'll offer you a contract. That same day I made a radio broadcast tape. I'd never heard a religious radio broadcast. I just sat down and said, Hello, this is Dr. John Boney speaking, and I started talking. And I spoke 29 and a half minutes long. Sent it to the radio station manager. They immediately offered me a contract, and within five days, I was broadcasting on KWJS radio. Now, would you say that was God leading me? If I tell you God has shown me to go on radio, is that a testimony of God? It certainly is. But if I just come to you and say, I'm going on radio. It's going to cost so much money, X and X and X, and please send me your offerings to help me pay for broadcast. You have no evidence whatsoever that it is God who put me on that radio station. But if I tell you what happened to me, you're going to listen. Because it was probably an angel of God, who spoke to me those words. Now, the words were Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. Did it come to pass? Yes. I was on KWJS within five days of the time I heard that word. By the end of that year, I was broadcasting on radio from Hartford to Seattle, just like the words said. In late March 2012, I had a dream. A woman was singing, and I said, It's a nice voice. It's a little voice, but it's a nice little voice. And immediately, God showed me a blog. I called Pam Paget, who had been a computer code worker at FedEx and asked her if she could set up a blog for the ministry. She said she thought she could. She said she didn't know how to do it, but she thought she could. So she worked on it. It was set up. Within three days, I was writing on this blog. At the time, we didn't even have any idea. It went all over the world. I just wrote on the blog as Pam showed me how to do it technically. I wrote the message on the blog. The first day of publication we got an email from someone in Germany. I think there were two people in Germany. And we were shocked. We didn't even know it went all, all over the world. Worldwide web, we had no concept of that. It was wonderful. And we still do the blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Was it God who put me on doing the blog, or did I have it, have that idea for myself? Well, it was God in a dream showed me to do a blog, so we did it. In twenty fifteen, I had bought a new Kindle tablet, and. I just couldn't work it. I had the old Kindle, but I couldn't handle this new Kindle. And I bought a manual, and I couldn't read the manual. It didn't make any sense to me at all. So I would call Pam, and I would say, how do I do such and such? And she would tell me, and I would write it down. After about five or six times of writing this information down, I realized we could write a book on this subject. Pam knows how to do graphic illustrations. So she could do all the graphic illustrations to give me the information. I'm basically a writer, so I could put it in written form. And I looked on the Internet and found that Amazon was a possible publisher for our book. It was going to be a graphically illustrated guide using a Kindle tablet. So we wrote it, and Amazon put it out there for us published it self-published and Pam was doing all of the final technical work and I really didn't have anything to do so I said to God I'm just a little bored and I had the thought maybe you could write ministry books for Amazon on Amazon I thought oh yeah ministry books well, we contacted them and immediately found we could not only write them in ebook, we could write them in paperback. So we could have ministry books on the Amazon in two forms. Was that God leading me? Of course it was. And it cost us nothing to do it. And the books would go all over the world under the Amazon free book program. The ebooks can be acquired for free through Amazon. It's been great. So we've been, I've been writing books since 2015 on Amazon. Then in 2020, January 2020, Pam woke up one morning with the word podcast. Even before she got out of bed, she had gotten her Kindle and looked up the word podcast to see what it was. She came later and told me about it. At that same time, I had been praying about going back on radio. When I heard what a podcast was, it just seemed lots better to me than radio. On radio, first of all, it's very expensive to go on radio. Podcast you, this is really hard to believe, but podcasts cost us 100 dollars a year a year. That's what we pay our podcast host. It is a library. It's not a one-time broadcast. You can go there and see every, see a listing of every subject that I've recorded. I felt it was much better than radio. Was this God? Yes, absolutely. So I'm not just coming to you saying... I'm going to build a school. I'm going to build an orphanage. I'm going to build an old folks' home. I'm going to give Bibles out to every person that comes to my meeting. Please send me your money. Pay for these work. I'm not even asking you for money. I don't need your money. Why? Because these things don't cost anything. It cost us nothing to do the blog, it cost us nothing to write the books it costs us a hundred dollars a year to do the podcast all I have to do is do the work which I do constantly so you see our righteousness is of God when God authors the work now I don't trust these people one bit when they come to me and say I'm a Christian And I went out and had some, and I'm going out to different cities and having meetings. And I said to a man recently, how did God show you to do this? And he couldn't answer me. I don't believe God showed him. I don't even believe the man's a Christian. He's one of those many counterfeit people that come out here in the name of Christ and deceive many. Jesus said in the last days, be not deceived by them. Because many will come in the name of Jesus saying he is Christ, Jesus is the Christ, and will deceive many. Many will come doing that and deceive many. They call themselves Christians and you believe them without any evidence whatsoever that they are a Christian. Evidence of a Christian is this. God is speaking to them and teaching them and leading them. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. These people that come saying they're a Christian, telling you they go to the Baptist church and they're a Christian, and tell you nothing whatsoever to give you evidence that God has authored them being a Christian. I wouldn't believe them for one second. I have to hear from you. That God showed you to do such and such. He gave you a dream showing you this. He gave you a word showing you this. He did something showing you this. That he is the author of your salvation. Because that's the way it must be for us to be a Christian. God added to the church them which should be saved. Many people come adding themselves to the church without having the Spirit of God. Those are not the Christians. But there are many who come saying that. When I was 15 years old, I went forth and was baptized. I didn't want to go to hell. But I didn't have the Spirit of God. I just kept living the same way I'd been living. When I was 38 years old, in the night, God spoke to me and said, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years Those weren't mistakes, those were sins. I said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. I was born again that second. My life was changed completely. I wasn't the person I used to be. I was totally different, instantly. Then I cared about God. Then I cared about what God wanted me to do. That is a Christian. Seeking God, reading the Bible, caring about the Bible. That's the evidence of being a Christian, being led by the Spirit of God. Those are the sons of God. Here's another very strong example of a righteousness being of God, authored by God. This was a man in our church group. He was about 74 years old at the time this happened. He went into his backyard and he noticed his storage shed. It was crammed full of stuff. And he thought, maybe I should get another storage shed to store my stuff in. And he heard in the form of a thought, why don't you just get rid of the stuff? When he told us that story, we just laughed because we knew that was God. See, he got rid of the stuff. It was authored by God causes us to know this man was of God because he followed the Spirit of God. Another example. I was thinking of upholstering the passenger seat of my 25-year-old car because it was hurting my back so much to ride in the car. I'm 82. I'm not going to be driving again. But to ride in the car, I thought about reupholstering a seat and as I thought about it I heard or you could just get a new car I thought that's right I could I had just sold a house in Texas I had plenty of money to get a car and have money left over I could get a new car I wasn't gonna be driving the car Pam Paget would be driving the car but I could get a new car so I told Pam and then I had a dream that I bought a new car. Now, do you think God is authoring this? Of course he is. So we went out and hunted a new car and got one the same day that we went out to hunt one. One day I was driving along the road and I noticed a pickup truck beside me and it was pulling a flatbed trailer loaded with firewood. And I was looking at it and I was thinking, oh, I wish I had a wood-burning fireplace. And the thought came to my mind, you can have that. I'd never even thought of getting one before. I thought about it, and I thought, well, I could. All I have to do is get the fireplace store to come and take my gas logs out and set up a log lighter for me and buy firewood, which I did the next day. At one point, I made a... Very bad mistake on the purchase of a TV. And it was a defective. And the man that owned the store where I bought the TV said he would come out and calibrate it, but he never came. And I was fretting over it one day, trying to tune it as best I could. I couldn't ever tune it very well. But I was trying to make it some of the horizontal lines go away from it. Vertical lines, weren't they? Yes, vertical. Go away from the picture. And struggling with tuning it, and I clearly heard these words. You don't have to put up with that. It was a new TV. I hadn't even had it a year. But God's wisdom is different from man's wisdom. Man would say, I'm going to make that dealer come and make this good. It's not even a year old. But the dealer wouldn't come and make it good. I couldn't get him to do an appointment come out. God says you don't have to put up with that. I thought about it, and I thought, well, that's right. I can just go buy another TV. I have enough money, have money left over. I can go buy another TV. I had the sanction from God to do just exactly that, and it was God's wisdom because it would enable me to live in peace. Now, if I didn't have the money to pay for it, I wouldn't live in any peace if I had to charge it. But I had the money to pay for it and have money left over. So I did not have to put up with that. I went out that same day and hunted a new TV. These are examples of being led by God. Therefore, our righteousness is of God when it is God leading us. I have written out these scriptures for you on our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortation. Go to the blog, tap on the right-hand side of the page, homepage on podcast, bring up the podcast on this recording, and these scriptures are written out for you where you can read them. The name of the blog, once again, is Jesus Ministries Exhortations.